Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Combo Podcast, your favorite conversational podcast where we just have a conversation most of the time over a cup of coffee. Sometimes we haven't been having coffee, but you know, most of the time. You know, we do our best, you guys. It's our um, it's our niche. It it's is. Our, um, it's our thing. And sometimes, sometimes it makes it into the episode. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we're recording at like midnight, so we're like cup of coffee. Who? Who is she? We don't know. We're we're drinking water and um, but this morning we're recording the morning and my name is Cameron Spear I am one of the host I'm always like should we say host hostess hostesses I don't know I change it up I'm one of the hostess I'm one of the talkers um yeah I'm over here I'm the blonde one the blonde chick um I'm the other talker I'm Jenna um I'm naturally brunette had turned redhead most recently um we really need to update that cover photo because everyone's gonna be so confused so now confused. they're like oh, who's cameron recording with who is she we don't know her um we are looking at getting you guys a new cover photo yes. so um stay tuned for that we did just recently <clears throat> actually last week we had a little bit of a photo shoot so we've got some new photos coming on our page and we're really excited about them yeah very very excited very overdue um finally by the time we got around to taking new pictures for you guys because we've just think you guys love the content um we know you guys love the content uh we're like kim was like it's been a year because the last time that we had taken pictures was when we were home in gettysburg during quarantine last year and like oh my gosh it actually has been like pretty much an entire almost year. a year yeah yeah wow um crazy crazy how time absolutely flies i feel like this year is already flying by it is okay so do you want to tell them what you got jenna picked us up some starbucks this morning yes so this morning i went into work at my part-time job um at like 4 a.m uh kind of not my fave but um I got off a little bit early anyway and I was just like because I wasn't even scheduled to work so I was like listen I'm leaving bye I helped you out as much as I'm going to help you and I just left and then I went and I got um some Starbucks and I was like Cameron what do you want and she's like oh that cold brew you're talking about sounds pretty good so I just get cold brew with oat milk and then Cameron's like ask him for extra oat milk in it though like not just like the little splash like make sure that's a substantial amount so I told her that oh did you? I was gonna yeah. ask if you yeah did. I did and then I got his venties because did you do that for both of ours extra oat milk yeah oh did you and I really like it yep oh you do um, okay good yeah I do because usually I I mean this is this is such a me personality thing though is that like usually I'm like oh I could go like I could go for some more oat milk in that but I'm like too shy to say anything because uh, I feel like everyone's just like cranky at my at like at my high V and so well, I just feel like baristas at Starbucks in general lots of times are cranky because cranky, yeah. it's a fast-paced environment like if you're going into like just a, like small little coffee shop right like the baristas are sweet you know yeah yeah that's exactly that's true but especially because they know that I work there I feel like they're like extra and not trying uh, to be nice to me too so and me be like can you put a little bit more oat milk in that and I'm just like and so it makes me nervous um so I usually don't say anything but I'm glad that I actually had an excuse to ask for more oat milk this time because it is fantastic okay good I was gonna ask if you just got it in mine but you got it in both no I got it in both and the cold brew um the cold brew with oat milk is my go-to at Starbucks and at caribou now because caribou also has oat milk now i think i told you guys that in a previous episode but i was like ridiculously excited for it so that's my cold brew that's my cold brew order that's my go-to order anywhere i go now do you like caribou or starbucks better i think we've had this conversation before but we're gonna circle back to it i don't hmm i feel like okay so i like certain things better at caribou and i like certain things better at Starbucks okay so like if I'm getting like a chai latte I like it better at Starbucks if I'm getting um a cold brew or black coffee I like it better at caribou do you okay if I'm getting a blonde roast I like Starbucks blonde roast over caribou's blonde roast so I'm very particular on what I like better from each place I can't really put one over the other because and then there's some teas that I really like too so I love going to like when it's like cold and like rainy out, I love going to Starbucks and getting a medicine bomb. What's that? Which if you guys have never had it before, it is like the most, I mean, I don't even know what's all in it, but it's a set. It's like tea. Um, It's like a cinnamon tea, some kind of, I think honey, and then a little bit of lemonade. Anyway, and it's like, it's so hard to describe unless you've had it, but it, it is literally life changing. It is like a hug in a mug. I drink it. It makes my soul happy, even when I'm, especially when I'm sick, but even when I'm not sick and I just need like to feel comforted, Mm -hmm. that's what I'll get is a medicine bomb from there. But then on the other hand, um, 
caribou has this like cinnamon spice tea Ooh. that also kind of does the same thing for me and they put like three bags of tea in it into a large cup and so it gets like super strong tea flavor and like the natural fruit pieces that they have in their tea bags sweeten it just enough okay you don't need to add anything else and it just like mm, soothes your soul that's good okay okay wow that's the longest answer to anything you've ever asked no it's not <laughs> i yeah that's true <laughs> Longest answer anything I've ever asked is probably like an hour and a half story. An hour and a half story where she gets distracted 20 times, goes off on 30 different bunny trails. Um, Or you legit tell me a story. It's actually the story, but it just takes an hour and a half. It just takes an hour and a half. It takes all the normal. Uh, there, there must be something like off and right. Well, you just tell me all these details that do not matter. They do not <laughs> matter at all. And that's why I started a podcast. I'm like, I just like to talk and hear my voice so much that everyone needs to hear it. Oh You're part gosh. of this. That's okay. Now they have something that they can try. Though. Yeah. Now you guys have like so okay. many recommendations. Okay. I would like to say, have you ever had a lavender latte before? I feel like like lavender yes. and coffee. Okay. I feel like I had it from Cool Beans for some reason. Like, oh, we have lavender lattes. Okay. Yeah. Well, then and I, I brought like- you lavender syrup one time. Yeah. So you guys, Coffea, if you're located in Sioux Falls, um, Coffea recently released their spring menu. And in their spring menu, they always have a lavender latte. And I work, literally, there's one store, like, one shop in between me and Coffea, where I work at, at Prim. So, I, like, over there, like, all the time on the weekends. It's a good thing I don't work, like, all week, every day, because it'd be a struggle. So, I get, like, maybe one coffee, like, once a week from there, or not even, like, every other. But their lavender latte, and I was like, I'm going to eat a lavender latte. I don't like, you guys, lavender is very, very floral in, like, your drink. Like, it's like you're drinking, like, a florally taste, really, is what it's like. And so... I used to hate lavender. I was like, that's so disgusting or whatever. But recently I got in a mood and like made like a lavender honey latte at Cool Beans and I actually liked it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. And so I ordered the lavender latte Mm -hmm. and you guys know how my taste is all whacked up. So it's like in order to like taste things like and actually enjoy them, it needs to be stronger flavors. Yeah. And I got it and I really liked it, but it is Mm. definitely very florally, but highly recommend i got it um hot and it was it was super good so we're giving you guys all the recommendations all the recommendations i want to try it though because that's what that's the thing i can't actually remember if i did try the lavender latte or if i just heard you talk about it or if i'm thinking of that lavender mocktail i made us that one time yeah that could be i can't remember but i do love i do love lavender i do love it okay guys so now time for life updates i feel like i have so many did i tell them yet that i'm moving i said i was moving to sioux falls yeah did I tell them where I'm moving? I don't know. Okay. We haven't actually signed our lease yet, but we got approved. And literally the reason we haven't signed it is because they were waiting for them to get this, the paperwork on their end. But I am moving into an apartment in the same apartment complex as Jenna. But sad news is Jenna might be neighbors. moving. Jenna might be moving away. Yeah, I might be moving away. Um, it depends. A lot of stuff is up in the air for me right yeah. now. But I did um email Kylie over the weekend and I'm like, Hey, so my roommate and I are parting ways. I'm so sad that my time is already like up with Callie. Um, I feel like we literally just moved into this place. Anyway, and I'm like, but I love like where we live. I love the complex. I love the community. Like I'm used to it already. There's a pool, there's yeah. a gym. It's really nice, nice little space. I love the area. I'm like not that far of a drive from work, all this stuff, right? And um, so I'm like, I I would love to like stay in the complex, blah blah blah. Do you have any one bedrooms available? And her automatic like response that ever came back. She's like, I'm out of the office till Monday. Like, yeah. If this is urgent, call blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So waiting for an email back. We'll hear me back Monday. Um, and then I'll just see if they have any like specials. Cause did you guys get any specials? Like one month free or one month of rent tacked on to your like yearly lease no. payments or whatever. Uh-huh. Maybe I should have asked. Okay, but what we did get is so the apartment You always ask if there's any specials. Stupid idiot. Stupid. But, but this is this is kind of a special. So it's available May fifth, but they told us um when I called like Lloyd, because it's a Lloyd property mm-hmm. and they were telling me about all their properties, they said that for any property that they have they can hold it for two weeks. So I'm not having to pay for that two weeks. Oh, yeah. So we're not moving in until, like, May 19th. Gotcha. But we're not having to pay for that two weeks with that apartment sitting yeah, empty. Yeah, that's really nice. So that's really nice. And then we're doing a nine-month lease. Um, We wanted to do, like, because another little side announcement, I guess. I don't really know what I've all told you guys. Is Brady and I are looking at buying a house. So um, filling out, like, loan applications, all that stuff. Because pretty much we've talked about this on here before. When you're renting, you're just, like, throwing money into the trash can. 
So we signed a nine month lease because that was the shortest amount of time we could sign without it costing more. Cause did you know that if you sign like a three, no, they didn't have three, but a six month lease, it's like $200 more a month. Oh yeah. It's astronomical. It's insane. So yeah. nine months was the um, like least amount that you could do without it costing extra. So we're going to be moving here. Jenna, I don't like, I feel like you didn't like utilize your pool as much as you should have. Um, I never, or did you No, I never utilized my pool because it's literally in her backyard. Yeah, it's literally in my backyard. And but okay, so the few times that I like could <laughs> the few times that I could have gone out there to use my pool, you guys, there's people out there and there's like groups of people um, and there was like youths and like small kids and stuff. And the thing was is that like during the warm months yeah. that I actually would have used it, I didn't really have anyone to go with me because like Callie didn't move in until like a solid two, three um, months after our lease started. And she moved in at like the end of summer. And she was, like, super busy when she first moved in. And so – and then every and then every other time that, like, I had, like, a group of people to, like, actually go swimming with, we would go to, like, Wildwater West or yeah. something. <gasps> That's another thing I'm so excited to Ugh, live here this Love summer. Wildwater West. We have like, – Serena, Mara, and I have already made a pact that we're, like, we are go. we say it every year. And we're, like, but this year, for real, we are going to water, Wildwater West, like, at least once a week. Once like, a we week, need yeah. to. Like, we yeah. need to. I'm, this is also the summer that I'm going to get tan in. Yes. <laughs> We are, I am so, okay, so I am absolutely so torn on, like, actually being, like, suntanned, because obviously I use a lot of, like, fake tan or, like, bronze or whatever, and, um, like, the, fo- like, the foamy stuff, if no one knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, but actually tanning by the sun herself, yeah, Cameron's throwing up her leg, showing me her beautiful bronze skin that she just painted on last night. I don't even know if it looks, like. Can you well, you tell? just you just don't look translucent anymore. Like you don't look like you have color, but you you look like sickly. I'm sorry. I you know. Sickly. I know. I'm so white. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. But no, now you look like normal. Normal. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I was gonna when I was actually gonna tell the announcer that I had tanner on. I was like, I don't look tan, but I just don't look like a ghost. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's really it. That's really it. Like, look at my arm. Like it just looks normal. Yeah, it looks normal. It looks really good. I make it Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but I am very torn on it because you see, like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, like the quickest thing will age you is the sun, the quickest thing will age you is the sun. I'm like, yeah, but right now it'll even out my skin tone and clear up my acne. And I just don't know if the right now benefits outweigh the long-term side effects or vice versa. So I'm really torn on that because, you know, I don't know. I think that because I like never really get very tan in the summertime anymore. When I was lifeguard, I looked like a golden goddess. But I think right now going out in the sun, what like it's honestly going to only be like a couple days a week probably and getting right. like my vitamin D. But like as long as I'm wearing like my like um, SPF and everything, I honestly don't think it's going to be harmful because vitamin D is good for your skin and it's good right. for like my acne. It's good for like you said, evening that stuff. So I'm just like, screw that. Like I'm not going to go lay in a tanning bed. I've never laid in a tanning bed. I'm not going to do that. Um. And Jenna, we live in the Midwest. We have three months of good sun. Yeah, that's You know true. what I mean? Like people in the South, it's like, they're probably told all the time, like, don't go out in the sun too much. Don't go out in the sun too much. It's like, we have three months in an entire year yeah. to be outside in the sun. And we're what? We have time to go lay out in the sun maybe once a week. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So I really don't think it's that bad for you. I, I'm going to do it. I mean, like the, in moderation, I'm saying it's not yeah. bad for you. Okay. Next life update. Cause we need to get through these. Um, my puppies still haven't been born. <laughs> Love that for me. I have Brady will ask me, he's like, Are they born yet? I'm like, No. He's like, How many times have you checked today? I'm like, like six. So they post when the mom is going into labor on Facebook. And so I, I check their Facebook page literally every bathroom break I have, like all the time. Um, still not born. I checked last night, checked this morning. Jenna's like, Well, when are they supposed to be born? I'm like, end of March. So like, come on. So they're coming. We're getting a little antsy. Also, it's really funny because I've had several people reach out to me via text that I didn't even know listen to the pod and say stuff to me about it oh my gosh I had somebody be like I thought it was a pregnancy announcement oh my gosh and then it's getting around our small town apparently that my parents are going to be grandparents like literally some old man oh my gosh some old man from like Logan's in Logan's class like his dad like came up to them and and like I heard you're gonna be grandparents like how are people finding the only announcement I put about this puppy thing was on the pod so like I'm so confused it's all it's all of those like young little whoopersnappers that listen to our podcast that are like that used to be like in elementary school but are now in high school and like I don't know how they grow up something that fast. I don't know all those young little whoopersnappers are, like, talking about it I don't know so yeah you guys the puppy is still not born yet and then next announcement is I have two job interviews next week in Sioux Falls so everybody that's listening whoop, whoop, send all your prayers 
Um, I'm not going to tell you guys what or anything yet just because I feel like that's kind of unprofessional. I don't know. But yeah, both of them have to do with like marketing. So yeah, we will see. Um, exciting, exciting stuff. Um, I have no really updates. Um, I am, like I said, looking to move. Um, I am also kind of starting to look into the world of buying a house a little bit. Me, it probably won't happen for another year or so. I think that I'm finally just coming to terms with the fact that like it is a possibility for me as like a single early 20 something year old, um, with a pretty decent credit score, if I'm going to be completely honest to actually buy a house. And then obviously, and everyone's like, well, you don't want to be like, you're not tied down or anything. I'm like, yeah, no, but also with how the housing market is like literally Sioux Falls has a housing housing shortage right now. So if Lord willing, I'm still in Sioux Falls in a year's time, depending on how like things play out in my life, I, um, I'll probably go ahead and buy a house so that I'm like putting money towards something that I can maybe get a return investment on. I was just because the value of the house is only going to go up and it's not like it'll literally the only gamble you're taking is like, well, what if it sits on the market for too long and then you're paying like two mortgages or a rent and a mortgage and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like houses are literally being like bought before they're even officially put on the market. Yes. Especially in um, South Dakota because everyone wants to move here. Everyone wants to move here because land of the free home of the brave, like honest to goodness. So, um, yeah, I was going to say, absolutely. Like, buying property is not go- – it's an investment. Mm-hmm. Like, you're yeah. not going to regret buying property in no. the long run. So, yeah. you should absolutely 100% do it. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have any other life updates? Um. Oh, I finally – I went um lighter with my hair, you guys. Yeah, I Did love it. Did you notice it? I can't tell that it's lighter on top, really. Do you think it is? Um, It's a lot lighter. Is it really? It's like – I'm like a full-blown redhead now. Like, early, like before – Tilt your head down oh i can see it in your braids that's cute so no i think it looks good i just couldn't tell if it was super lighter right so before my roots i'll show you like our pictures that we just took okay and then you'll be able to tell but before my roots were like so dark like they were such a dark red and then they like kind of like ombre out that's true now that i'm thinking you could you couldn't even tell where my like regrowth was which is what i had originally told her i wanted but now i'm kind of like so then i went back into her and i'm like listen I think I kind of just want to like go for it, like strawberry blonde, right? Just strawberry blonde, full on, full set. And she's like, "Let's do it!" And she really? was so excited. Yeah, she loves doing my hair. She's like, "You just let me t- have like creative freedom and stuff, and blah blah blah." I'm like, "Well, I find that when, because like, I mean, honestly, a good hair colorist or a good like hairdresser, what they do is an art form." And so I'm like, I find that things turn out better when there's not so much pressure to be perfect and when you're allowed creative freedom. Like, honestly, yeah, that's when I perform best, at least. And so I'm like, I'm like, so I literally every time I go in there, I give her like probably I show I scroll through about 10 different inspo pics and I'm like, you do you. And then she just goes for it. And then at the end, we look and we're like, oh, this is what we like this time. This is what we're going to do better this time, blah, 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 blah. And anyway, now she's just like. Oh, this is at every single time. So the first time I cried, the first time she did my hair, I cried. I went home and I cried. I'm like, I hate it. And then Serena was like, yeah, well, it was like your first time having your hair colored. She didn't know how, you know, it was going to react to the box dye that you had done before. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Second time I went in, loved it. Third time I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't get any better than this. Fourth time I went in and I was like, this is it. I love this. This is what I always wanted. Blah, 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 blah. And now this was my fifth time I went in and I'm like, it just, like, it literally keeps, keeps getting, getting better, better every single time. And I just love it. And she just does such a great job um, for anyone who's looking to get like a good hairdresser um, who really knows what they're doing. And also someone who, what I really appreciated about her is when I first went in there, she's like, I don't want to like like over promise and under deliver so she was very realistic she's like I don't know how like the like how like the lightener and lifter and like whatever is gonna like react to your hair like we don't I don't know what is gonna happen the first time like you might not love it like straight out the gate it might take a few times for you to actually really like your hair blah 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 um anyway so she's very honest about like what's like realistic for your hair type for your hair history like all this stuff um she'll recommend you some great products anyway it's christine and she works at um sola salons on what is it not the one by lake lorraine but the other sola salon so there's two in town and the first time i went i went to the one by lake lorraine oh shoot and it's the wrong one so it's the other sola salons and she works in the spectra hair studio is what her like little I don't know the salon is called so it's like so solo salon is like 20 different people all in like the same area all these different little independent people or whatever anyway okay. Okay. if you need someone to get your hair done in from in Sioux Falls she is the girl 
to do it. She's incredible. And that's all for my life updates. I went strawberry blonde for the summer. And next time I go in, I don't know, it might even go a little bit lighter. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Love it. There was another update. as Oh, I remember what the other update is. So you guys know that we had Madison Boss on here um, a couple episodes again, all about microblading. Did you see that on our Gemini studio page that they were like, we want models or whatever to get their eyebrows done for free. Did you see that? No. They're like, we want, so pretty much they're having a training in a couple weeks. It's like April 5th. Yeah. Okay. So listen, so they're like, um, send me a picture, send it to this text message or whatever. I'll let you know. Like they're completely free. Um, and Desiree, the main lady is like, I'll be sitting next to them the whole time while they do it. She's like, and you get your touch up done by me, but you are getting it done by like a newbie. I was like, heck, I don't care. It's $500 to get my eyebrows done. So right. I send her a, a text with my eyebrows. Like me literally was walking to class, but I was like, I got to get my name in the pool right away. Right. So I like took a picture outside in the wind. It was a really windy day. <laughs> send it to her. I'm like, sorry, my cheeks are all red because it's windy, blah, blah, blah. I sent it to her. Well, pretty much you guys, she's like, thanks for being like interested, but we're looking for a very specific type of eyebrow for like for our trainee people or whatever. So not me. Should I send my eyebrows in? No, because they already have them. They, oh. they're already done she's like we already i already have like i'm guessing she got a ton of tech you know what i mean yeah. so she was able and i'm like i wonder what they're looking for like because i literally had no makeup on i was outside like my face was bright red so they that's like even more non-existent oh my god so i was like perfect she's gonna want me so bad because i have blonde brows and no it made me a fan well for what it's worth i like your light brows thank you i think they're very like um like uh what is like, natural natural but like almost like like I picture like uh like Taylor Swift forest um the white dress blowing in the wind what like earth earth girl like you look like a fairy oh thank you like they give me <laughs> I am a fairy everyone this, this compliment is just going south I was like but, well, I don't even know what this is but you know how you know how in like Lord of the Rings you know how Orlando Bloom was like just absolutely gorgeous and he had like that like platinum blonde hair and the platinum blonde eyebrows mm-hmm. those are the that's vibes what you're I thinking it's just oh. like yeah. Yeah, so like fairy Ooh. elfish vibes for all okay. you nerds out there. Okay, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> um, with that, oh shoot, what are we talking about today? Do you want to tell them? Oh yeah, okay. Sorry, we were like we're gonna be better about telling you guys right away. <laughs> um, but yeah. you can see it in the title. I guess. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. They're fine. So here's the deal. This week we are going to be talking about niches, 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 niches. I say I say um niche, niche, but niche. other people say niche. And it's niche. so weird because or like, niche. I've heard it. I've heard everyone niche. says it so differently. Anyways, yeah. okay. Anyway, you guys know what we're talking about. Anyway, so we're talking about niches, and um, if you are looking to, you know, whether you're like a mommy vlogger or you are looking to be a micro influencer or you're just in any creative field whatsoever, or you're looking to start your own business, um, I think one of the most important things is to have a niche so we're going to be talking about what we think our niches are both personally and with the pod um kind of what you can look at to figure out what your niche is or just some ideas and just dive into it so with that we will go ahead and start all right y'all we're back um so we're going to be talking about niches so i I don't actually know what the actual definition of a niche is, but it's pretty much Cameron's like, let me pull out the good old Google here. Um, But I think a niche is so important to have when you're in any kind of creative field or when you're trying to start up a business, because a niche is going to, it's going to be your special thing that sets your business, your platform, your social media, whatever, apart from everyone else, because you want to offer something unique and special to you that people remember that it's it's memorable people come back for it it's um it's something that is a staple of your brand so i like for example one of mine and cameron's niches we kind of talked about at the beginning is we're coffee and a convo podcast we try to drink a different coffee at this top of every episode we give you guys different recommendations for different coffees because we used to do that we tried it yeah and we used to which um, there is going to be hopefully something coming back with that. Keep in, keep it tuned. Keep tuned. What it is did I just say? Ah. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you. I was trying to say keep in touch and stay tuned and it said and it came out keep tuned. Um, stay tuned for possibly something um in the works with that because we might be bringing it back a little bit in a different way. Um, but anyway, we used to do or we tried it. Um, and so I think it's important 
to have at least like a solid handful of niches that are just for you. So if, you know, you're um, a lifestyle blogger, like, okay, you have like, like for, I'm going to pick Cameron because I'm not great on the whole blogging and Instagram platform, um, working on it, but not quite there yet. Uh, so like Cameron, when I think of Cameron, I think of her niches. I'm like, oh my gosh, she posts really good food and she posts like minimalist, um, like clothing as all the time. Oh, okay. I'm actually really happy that you like were able to pick a niche for me. Cause I struggle with that. Like, do I even have a niche on my Instagram? Do you mm-hmm. feel like I do that? I would say minimalist clothing inspo is what comes to mind okay. when I think of you. That's good. I'd like to know like what other people think because it's a struggle. It is a struggle, but I think that it definitely is important because I mean, there's a thousand different people. There's a thousand different accounts out there. There's a thousand different podcasts, probably millions, honestly, different podcasts. There is so many different bloggers. There's so many different writers. There's so many different creative minds out there. And there's so many people putting out so much content in the world. I think it is so important to have that one thing that people people are like oh yeah I follow this one girl she's so cute she's so cute she's yeah. so cool and people are like oh yeah like what does she post about and you're just like um, I don't know so like the birds yeah. papaya that I always talk about her niche body positive and mm-hmm. she's hilarious mm-hmm. okay so it's you almost it's almost sticking a label onto your own personal brand and it's something that people return to you for yeah absolutely I think too it's yeah it's so important to have a niche because if you don't have a niche you're just gonna be posting like all sorts of stuff and it's going to be all over the place and it's like you're trying to build this brand and trying to like get people to come back to you or to remember you but if you're right. all over the place it can be really hard yeah but there are people that are known for like not having a niche in right. blue for example yep she is all over the place i'd say though that she got her start with like travel like travel videos yes, definitely mm-hmm. but she is all over the place and then i've also heard people say like my niche is not having a niche yeah and i don't know that can work but you still have to start somewhere. You I have think. to. You have to start very, very. Because even like I said, like the birds papaya. Now she posts all over the place. She's post. She she's yeah. she's vegan. So she posts vegan food all the time. She posts her kids all the time. She posts different, you know, skincare products, and she posts, you know. But you have those people who are like, okay, I my niche is I post vegan recipes. Cool, love that for you. My niche is I post bargain brand beauty products that actually work cool that's your niche that's what people are coming to your page for Mm -hmm. because you have to build your platform on something that when people go to search for information on a particular topic they stumble across you because if you just have one random post about skincare somewhere in the middle of your feed when someone is looking for information or someone reliable to follow for skincare advice they're not going to choose to follow you Mm -hmm. yeah i i found like the definition here it is a specialized segment of the market for a particular kind of product or service so yeah yeah pretty much exactly what we were saying yeah um so I think when when finding your niche or whatever I think some really helpful tips to um kind of find it because I think even me like a lot of people are like well how do you even do that I would say what are you interested in and what kind of people do you want to have in your sphere of influence? So what kind of community would you want to build? Do you want to build a community where people are like, oh my gosh, yeah, like let's talk about positivity, body positivity. Let's talk about, you know, the different like highs and lows, the different struggles, you know, like I, you know, had this eating disorder in high school and now I've come back from it, like Mm -hmm. whatever. Do you want to build that kind of community or let's say skincare products? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, you know, I've struggled with acne for years and blah, blah, blah. And like this, that, and the other, what kind of, you know, community do you want to build? And, um, what, what do you even want to further your own knowledge in? So if your niche is traveling, Mm-hmm. Do you want to have like find? Do you want to travel? Will that that will open up more doors for you to travel a lot more? You know, hopefully yeah. down the line if it's successful. Yeah. I think so. Something that I think is really important to realize is because as we're talking, like we're not just talking to people who want to be influencers. Mm-mm. Like it's literally anything. So anything. it could be your career. So yep. say you are a nurse, for example, or whatever, and you want to like further that or to be helpful for other people or whatever, like then focus on like medical things or whatever. So like, uh, for example, going with nurses, you can do so many things with being a nurse. You can go, you know, like you can go work in a manor with old people and that can be your niche is you love, you love to work with old people. Mm -hmm. You love those old people, man. You just can't get enough of them. You love playing bingo. You love sitting there feeding them their jello. 
that's incredible no. that's your niche and i didn't i do not mean that condescendingly like that is some people like they love it or maybe you want to be when you said jello was funny sorry <laughs> that was why i was laughing where you maybe want to be like a scrub nurse and you want to be the nurse that that helps out in like in operating room like for surgeries maybe that's what you want to be your niche as a nurse so yeah you're completely right or you're in retail okay cool what kind of retail do you want to be in because there's two completely different things do you want to be um selling clothes at eddie bauer where people where you get like that kind of kind of people and that's your sphere of influence is you know that's a very specific group of people who are going to come oh, in yeah. shop there the adventurers yep or do you want to be someone whose sphere of influence is the kind of people who come and shop in at buckle for example mm-hmm. or at tilly's or so yeah you do definitely in all areas so of I have life a, so i have a question for you because jenna wanted to do this podcast when when we're talking about niches are you thinking that in order to like have a niche or to like have an impact on people with your niche, are you trying to bring social media into this at all or no, not necessarily? Um, I think that it's very prevalent in social media mm-hmm. more than um other areas. In I life. was just wondering if that was like your thought process behind it at all or not necessarily. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, because I think, because I think a lot of people. I think See, a that's lot a good of question. Yeah, it was a good question. It is making me think. I think a lot of people um, have very specific and individual gifts Mm -hmm. and they have very special and individual ways of thinking about things and seeing the world that I think people people don't quite tap into their full, this sounds cheesy to say, but like full full potential or full, they don't... Hmm. Let me they like they just kind of like scratch the surface of something. Yeah, they, like, they have scratch the surface of something, and like, and it's not, and they could go so much deeper if they just honed in on it. So like, okay. let's say, let's say, like, okay, so I'm gonna rattle off a few of my interests. I love art. Okay. Yep, I love plants. I'm not very good at keeping plants alive, but I've been following some blogs, you guys. I'm gonna keep. Oh, that's another with life update. So I have tons of new plant babies, you guys. Um, and I have this little, I have this little, um, what's it called? A shamrock. I don't know what it's called. You're the one who told yeah, me. Yeah, it's called a shamrock, and I got it. It was on sale after. Uh, after what's what's the Irish holiday? <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. Oh my gosh, help me! Um, it's like you get. It's like, it's like you give us a mic and we forget everything. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so it's called this shamrock, and it has like three clovers, right? It ha- so it's like all these different leaves, and every every leaf has like three clovers on or whatever. I'll take a picture and post it to the gram. Write that in the notes. Okay. And um. Anyway, during the day when it's like being touched by the sun, the three leaves, like the three clovers of the leaf open up and like, and they look all happy and stuff. And then as the sun starts to go down, the three clovers close and the leaf closes up for the night. I love and you goes say clovers. Sleep. I'm pretty sure you should just be saying cloves. Three Clo- cloves. No, they're clovers. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. They're three leaf clovers, Cameron. Clovers. But I, clovers plural. I feel like the right thing to say is cloves. But no, cloves know. is a spice that you put in like cider. Okay, okay. okay. Um, but yeah, Jenna inspired me, so I'm gonna be getting this plant this week. Sorry, Brady, if you're listening to this. It's eight dollars. He's, like, he's always like start buying plants. But you guys, I'm actually a good plant mom. Yeah, she is a good plant. I mom. take like starters of like other people's plants, like literally yeah. one little strip. You're like the queen of propagating. And I like start a plant. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Um <laughs> incredible. anyway, so that was a bunny trip. But so my interests, I am love art, I love painting, I love photography, I love plants, um, I love cooking, I love like healthy eating. I don't love working out so much. I love Which traveling. We we're talking about that. That's okay. That's yeah, that's okay. Um, I love traveling. So you have this like broad range of like interests and passions and stuff. Cameron is like feeling this cold brew. Be careful. I, one, like it's happy time until you actually drink all of it, and then all of a sudden you just get it's like hit. too much. You're just like you're like <laughs> anxiety juice. I need to wait. Just like, Luke, I've only drank this much. Yeah, it it hits different. Oh my, oh my gosh. I'm um, guys. I'm dancing over here. Yeah, she's feeling herself. Um, anyway, so you have all these interests, but the thing is, is that you kind of do, you kind of like tackle all these interests in in unison. And you know, I love like hair care and skincare and stuff. And you tackle all them in unison. And I feel like, I feel like, um, if you're not trying to monetize after off of that or like really build a career on that, I think that's fine. Like, it's fine to have interests without monetizing them. That's completely fine. We've talked about that on here before. Like, it's fine to have hobbies. And just to have hobbies because you enjoy them for the love of doing stuff. However, it's also, I think, important to have something that's yes, just hobbies. That's just hobbies and you just enjoy doing yes. it. But I also think that people, there's a lot of potential in having a passion for something and having a gift in something and honing in on that and have it be your quote unquote niche 
and have it be what you're known for, what people come to you for, what, what people, you know, ask you questions about and the kind of community that you build around that and the kind of, um, impact you have on people by having different knowledge and by being like a you know a good source of if you're selling something or you know I had someone like hey I saw that you painted those pots will you like paint that pot for me I'll pay you $15 I'm like heck yeah $15 I was gonna absolutely I was gonna tell you the same thing I was gonna reach out and be like can you paint me a pot yeah and so like it's like you you have these things and the thing is is that like when you're a reliable source for something or like everyone knows that you're really good at baking hey will you bake me like some cookies for whatever and I think that if people honed in on more of their skills and more of their like individuality and just pinpointed a few things to really put their all into for you know like a year or two or whatever and decided to just run with it I think they would see a lot more flourish from their life and feel a lot more purpose in what they do. I think that's really good. And I think it's really important to realize kind of like what you're saying is you don't have to monetize from it and you don't have to have a social media platform. Like I'm literally thinking right now about the church, like the church that we grew up in Mm -hmm. there. Everyone has different skills. For example, we all know a couple people who are amazing at baking. Like they bake amazing, delicious treats. Ginger store. (laughs) Marcy Noble. uh, Yeah. Well, she's good at just like cooking Cooking in general. general, Everything. Yeah. And so like, they there'll be like certain activities or events that go on at the church whether that's like feeding the Iwana kids or like different things like that and they're like oh hey like I'll do that and they step forward and they do that and they're not making money off of it they're not advertising it but like that's their skill and they're using it to like better um the the church like better the does that sound I don't know how much we get better the church but also just better your community there we go thank you better Better the community community. and Mm -hmm. you're and you're and like the thing is is that and then you get into where where you you if maybe you live in a big city and you're like what community like I know like ten people that's yeah. your sphere of influence. And okay, I'm thinking about another girl. Um, she I know her from it doesn't even matter where I know her from. She started posting. She loved doing charcuterie boards, so mm-hmm. she started posting these charcuterie boards just like for fun. She's like, I love doing this. Like this is my quarantine hobby. All this stuff. Well, it's kind of like what you said. Someone reached out and was like, Hey, will you do this for me? People start asking her to make these charcuterie boards for different events. Now she has an entire charcuterie board business and she ships charcuterie board, like charcuterie boxes to people. Yeah. And so it just like shows that like when you focus on a skill or a talent that you have Mm -hmm. and you get better at it, you can, you can use, you can do several different things with it. You can monetize it. You can just have it as a hobby. You can help your community with it. You can help your friends with it. You can just like better, um, like we said, the community, your friends, you can use it for different like activities you have to go to like there's so many different things you can use it for. Mm-hmm. you can use it in your family life at yeah. home like with your husband with your kids if you don't have a husband and kids you can like Jenna you can invite your friends over like you did that and you painted pots or you can have a charcuterie board yeah. like there's like so many different things that you can use it for just to better the lives of different people around you like you don't yeah. have to monetize it it doesn't have to be a social media thing but just literally like diving in and getting better with what your niche is is just going to help you I think it's going to help you grow it's going to make you feel more successful but it's also going to help the people around you yeah it's gonna I feel like I feel like the biggest thing is it's gonna it's gonna make you feel like you have like a little bit of purpose in your day-to-day yeah even if it's just like you said even if it's just a hobby and you just sit down and do it at the end of the night just for funsies Mm -hmm. okay cool it's still it's still a reason I don't know to find some a little bit of joy in the in the day-to-day you know like mundane or whatever Mm -hmm. um but yeah I've also realized as we're talking today and just in general is I think I need to start reading more books. Mm, yeah. Help my words a little bit. Help your words a little bit. See, I do just do a lot struggling. of reading. Uh, maybe, I mean, I thought the coffee would help, but maybe it's just like short circuiting your brain. Who knows? I don't know. The camera's like, it's, funny, I don't know. it's funny though. Cause all you guys, sometimes I think to myself, I'm like, man, I really, really struggled with my words during the podcast or I struggled with this and then I'll go back and listen to it and it sounds fine. Yeah. Like, I feel like in the moment it always is like worse. It seems worse than it is. Yeah. And then 100%. I'll back and listen, and Jenna will like pop in right when I need her. And I'm like, praise Jesus, praise Jesus. It's all of that. Um, every single time that I told my mom I wanted to like watch TV as a kid, she's like, read a book. Yeah, it's, pay- it's paying it off. And I used it's to read a lot off. of books. I just need to read more books again. Um, ten out of ten recommend or listen to audiobooks. That's been my that's been my like go to thing lately. Is I'm like I want to read all these books, but I feel like I just kind of don't have time. And there's a very big difference between I mean podcasts are good, but there is a very specific difference between podcasts and books because still podcasts are just kind of like we are you know mm-hmm. rambling conversational. They'll have topics, but they are just but like as 
for a book they like sit down and they think about like articulate yeah. words to use yeah and every once in a while you hear a word and you'll be like oh my gosh like what does that mean and you look up the definition and boom got a new word to play with yeah and, and you know how next... to say it correctly yep um, exactly especially if you're listening to it exactly so yeah um to further your vocabulary if um uh, an extensive vocabulary is your niche um <laughs> or you just want it to be something you get better at yeah exactly uh audiobooks audiobooks will save your life okay what do you use to listen to audiobooks use audible um, I don't use Audible because you have to have an Audible subscription. So what do you use? Um, I just so it's literally your books app on like your iPhone. Really? And you can just go and you can just like search a book and it'll and you can scroll that kind of like how you do if you like search search something on like iTunes or whatever. It'll okay. be like okay, here's all the artists, here's all the songs, here's all the music videos. Okay. Kind of same thing is it'll be like here's all the books, here's so the audiobooks. Do you have to pay for them then? Yeah. So you just pay by book. By That's book. what I. That okay. was the thing because I'm like okay, it'll take me like anywhere from like two to three months to listen to an audiobook i'm not going to pay like 40 dollars a month for a subscription of audible because i'm not going to go through that many books that many books in a month anyway so tell us about how much is like one book so the book that i'm currently listening to is woman's resolution by priscilla shire i want to say and um it was like 15 dollars. i want to say okay but you can like yeah the the resolution for women by Priscilla Shire um also super super good so I'm actually listening to two books right now um and I'm listening to that one and then I'm listening to Attached the science of of adult attachment theory which is also super interesting if you guys are interested in that, that at sounds all. really good um it dives into a lot of psychology and how um so yeah the attached the who is it by attached by I don't even know who it's by. I don't know. Um, anyway, but it's all about um, adult attachment theory and how you were raised and the relationships that you had, whether it be friendships or past like lo- love relations, like romantic relationships um, have affected how you like go into relationships now whether it be friendships whether it be relationship with your family even like dives into love languages a little bit so there there's this idea that there's like four main um attachment styles it's like secure attached anxious attached um what's the other one it's like uh, oh yeah you were telling me about these yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. and then it's like there's um, one that's like good and, yeah so so secure attached is the good one anxious attached is like you feel people pull away and then you like pretty much like glom on and then there is like if the word isn't distant attached but like kind of that idea is um yeah is like distant attached and then there's a combination of like the anxious and the distant which the more I've listened to it I have found that I am like the anxious and the distant attached anyway and it goes through like all the psychology behind it and it like helps you figure out what your attachment style is and what that like looks like in like relationships and everything and it's like whether you're in a relationship whether you've been married for 50 years whether you're single like they're like everyone needs to listen to this so you understand kind of how the world works around you and the people in like your circle work and stuff and and they're like and the more that you listen to this book the more you'll be able to like recognize other people's attachment styles and why they do the things they do and why they act the ways they do and why your friend who's been in that toxic relationship for five years just can't seem to get out of it and like all that kind of stuff and i'm like oh my gosh and it's just it's so eye-opening what what am i um i would say you're probably secure attached that's good yeah that's really good that's the one you want to be okay just just off the top of my head i would probably say that you're secure attached okay um i would say brady might have a touch of anxious attached in him oh yeah not a lot not a lot and that's the thing you can like have severities of it okay but um yeah would 10 out of 10 recommend that book and then also the resolution for by priscilla shire wow this was like the biggest bunny trail i think we've ever got on um but anyway yeah listen to audiobooks it's super easy you don't have to get audible you don't have to get an expensive subscription but um segue into something else is we i was just gonna say we should get an author on the podcast you guys just wanted to put a little like pin in this week's episode so that way you guys are ready for next week's episode is we next week have a guest episode um we had this amazing guest on her name is madison reeves and she is writing a book and it's gonna be coming out in july and she's an entrepreneur she's in real estate she has her own business she's 19 um has bought a house anyways done a ton of stuff and she's gonna be on next week so make sure you guys listen yeah super exciting something to look forward to for sure. She has a lot of niches and they all work for her. Yeah. And she's going to give you guys some great business, business advice, monetizing advice, all that stuff, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think my niche is? Um, art. 
can I just think like art in general because yeah. I think you're good at painting I think you're good at drawing I think you have creative mind like when it comes to like looking at your wall like yeah. how you just like it's just art in general like just everything with art I love that yeah. I love that you think me. that's good yeah, when you were asking or when you tell me what my niche was I was thinking to back to like I was just thinking about your social media and I was thinking I'd look at it and just think like art because like even your like your photos are like creative or you're like posting about different things you did mm. And I really want you to dive more into vegan food. I just think it's so interesting. Oh, yeah. I think you should just go more into oh, it. You guys, um, vegan food is such a learning curve because I um, – and I even kind of, like, shy away from, like, being, like, I'm a vegan. Um, I guess plant-based because I eat honey and the actual vegans are going to come for me. Um, but uh, the thing yeah. is, is that, like, is that I almost wish that I was doing it for, like – because I like morally felt I needed to or whatever um because I am honestly just doing it for diet to that's okay pause that's why I like that you're vegan because you're not gonna sit here and criticize me and make me feel bad for eating meat and I feel oh, like no. other people who are vegan yeah they're doing no, it for like not. you know like the, the um the environment or because animals are abused like I feel like that's totally different but you're doing it for diet reasons. Right. So when people come, and when like all of the Midwesterners are like, oh, you don't eat meat. And you're like, hey, I have I some major hormone issues. Right. This is why I'm doing it. And I think that's so interesting. And that's what makes me like so interested in why you're vegan and learning about what you're eating right. and what, how it's affecting your hormones. And it's like, right. So I actually like admire that. And I want to hear more about that versus the person who's eating vegan because of the environment or, you know, whatever. Right. right. Which to each their yeah. own. However, and this might honestly not work for me because... Like I I was telling Cameron this morning, like, it's so hard because I feel like um, I do a lot, a a lot and a lot just because partially because I want to do what's best for my body and what's going to be best for my body in the long run and what's going to give me the best chance to have babies in the future. Um, But um, it's so hard because I do do so much research. I listen to so many podcasts. I follow different, you know, Instagram accounts, different bloggers. Um, I've read a few different books, you know, like my mom has given me some really good books and all this stuff. And um. there's so much there's so much varying information out there about what's good for you and then um and then specifically so I have um insulin resistant PCOS and so there even within having like PCOS it's there's so many different variants of it so there's like I think there's like five different variants of PCOS and one and the one that I have is insulin resistance and then so then you dive into insulin resistant PCOS and you're like okay well here's all these things you should be doing if you have PCOS but here's all these things you could be doing that you should be doing if you have insulin resistance because there's different levels of insulin resistance and then some insulin resistance leads to PCOS and then some you know PCOS that is insulin resistant can like turn into different forms of PCOS and like there's just so much information out there and then there's you know, people being like, oh my gosh, I went keto and it changed my life. And I'm like, yeah, that was not for me. I like felt like absolute garbage, like trash fire garbage when I went keto. So that was not it for me. That's the thing. I've just, I've tried a lot of different things. So will vegan be like the end all be all? I have no idea. Um, but it is really hard because I'm, I'm doing plant-based and then, um, and then I'm also doing gluten-free at the same time. And I told my sister that I told Brie that and she's like, she's like, plant she's like she's like vegan and gluten-free what the heck is left lettuce and I'm like yeah pretty much so um yeah it's definitely just like a learning curve though and especially because I'm such like a social butterfly and I was um kind of talking with I don't remember who I was talking this about this with maybe it was Serena but um when you go out somewhere with people um it's that's when I've been having my like because just at home all I have at home is like plant-based food so I don't really have another option but when you go out, there's really not a lot of option for plant-based. Even, like, healthy stuff, like, without meat still has cheese. You know, you have, mm-hmm. like, your pizza or you have, like, your grilled cheese or, like, things without meat. Um, and there's gluten in both of those. Right. Yeah. And there's gluten in both of those. And so it's, it's like, it's so hard because I'm, like, okay, so now when I start going out with people, which is also so hard because I'm, like, I'm such a foodie, is that it's, like, okay, so now when I'm starting to go out with people, I'll have to just eat before I go. And it's kind of like, it honestly takes like a little bit of joy from me because, yeah. so it's, it's really choosing. It's like, it, it's hard to choose because I'm like, this is what's best for me. And this is how I feel best because I even noticed it because I was like, okay, so I'll just be plant-based at home and throughout the week. And then if, when I go out, I'll just avoid meat. I'll mm-hmm. just avoid meat because I mean, I feel like being, there's a lot more vegan options out there yeah. than there are an actual, um, uh, there's a lot more, sorry, uh, vegetarian, vegetarian yeah. options out there than there are vegan options out there. Um, and then also 
um I'm like and that and that'll you know and that won't be too restricting and I'll still but then I was like I still feel like I just don't feel my best when I do that yeah. either like physically I don't mm-hmm. feel my best when I do that either so I'm like so I just ha- I I do I just have to like stick to it completely unless it's like a super you know special occasion like next week I'm gonna be going home for Easter and right. I'm gonna have some of my mom's potato casserole yes because I love my mom's potato casserole right. and it's gonna happen and I'm gonna have some buns with some actual butter, butter yeah from a cow um Anyway, but just things like that, it's really, it's, it's honestly been, like, a lot, a lot, like, because I know physically I feel best, but, like, mentally, it's, it's really hard. It's a really, it's a really big strain. And even, like, recipes I have down now, and there's things that I love to eat and mm-hmm. everything like that, but mentally it's really hard because I do, I love to go out and I try, try new things, and I love to go out and, you know, socialize and eat with friends, or when you go over to a friend's house, and then, you know, you feel rude being like, no, thank you, like, I ate before I came, like, yeah. that's such, and especially because, like, we grew up like that, like, we we had people at our house all the time coming over yes. for dinner and that's how and that's how you open up your home and that's how you show love and that's how other people show love like I go over yeah. to my friend Dez's house and she's like let me feed you like what am I supposed to, you know and it's yeah. hard to be like no yeah like because that's how you know that's how people are oh, showing yeah. love but also at the same time like it's what's I feel right now is is I have noticed a huge difference when I actually do like stick with it like I it it really helps like health wise like See, it, I, I think that's feel amazing. my absolute best yeah absolutely so yeah it's hard it's it's actually pretty easy um physically it is not easy mentally mm-hmm. it, to, to all bring it back to center I don't even know that's if you asked me to talk about how my vegan journey is going but good and also I segued into it I segued into it but I also yeah. kind of wanted to know, and I feel like it's kind of a niche and eh, also kind of life updates. So. Um, but also on niches, and you saying that my niche was art. I'm glad that you said that because I'm doing this thing where I am throwing a plan for my Instagram out the window. And I, because I was looking through my camera the other day, I'm like, I always take all these like random kind of like weird artsy pics. Yeah. That I'm, I'm like, and no one ever sees them because I can never post them because I'm like, oh, it won't go with my feed. And I'm like, that's the fan. I'm like, that is so lame. And so I'm like, I literally have a post planned for tonight, and I'm just gonna like post it, and I'm just gonna be like, I, you know what I'm bringing back? I am bringing back ugly Instagram. Ugly I'm not putting a, si- I'm not editing my photos anymore. I'm not putting a single filter on them. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting a preset on them. The photo that I take is what's going up, and for the world to see. And I don't care if it gets two likes. I don't care if it gets a hundred. I don't care whatever. It's mm-hmm. just it is what it is because it's my art, and I love it, and I want the world to see it. No, that's good. I'm bringing back ugly Instagram is happening. I love that. We're gonna post that that quote. Yeah, bringing back ugly Instagram. All right, you guys. So we covered we covered a lot today. We covered niches. We covered vegan food. We covered all of our life updates. Do you have anything else to tell the pod fam? I don't know. No. No. No, nothing else. I don't think no so. closing thoughts. Oh, we got um, we got two, we got pounds and pounds of falafel mix. We did, yes. So from nuts.com, nuts.com, we're gonna be making falafel. Um, we'll let you know how that is next time we record because it's still sitting in bags on my kitchen counter right now. We don't actually have an. And next time it. we record, my puppy will will be born because we oh already record our intro one. So I'll keep, I'll give you guys the puppy, the puppy update. I'll maybe even like show you guys on the pod like all the puppies that were born, so you can see that one yeah. of them's ours at least. Um, puppy, puppy update, falafel update. Um, yeah. All right. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And you know where to find us again next week. Um, follow us on Instagram at Coffee and a Combo Podcast. Yes. Rate and review. You guys, our reviews have not gone up from 47 in the last year. Like, I'm That's not all. chewing you out, but I'm chewing you out. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, you guys.